0: Welcome to Shortcuts, a podcast about Eastland Mall featuring conversations and interviews with people who make Eastland Mall what it is. I'm Sean Ferguson. I'm the marketing and specialty leasing manager for Eastland Mall and your host for Shortcuts. And today our guest is Melanie Atwood, the executive director of Cancer Pathways Midwest. Melanie, hi. Welcome to Shortcuts.
1: Hi, Sean. Thank you so much. And I'm blessed to be here.
0: Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, We're really excited to get into the discussion about Cancer Pathways Midwest, who, by the way, is Isla Mall's nonprofit of the month for the month of June. But first, let's talk about you. Give us some of your background and tell us how long you've been involved with the organization.
1: Well, goodness, I've been involved with the organization since, uh, let's see, I joined in 2013 in like January of that year um, and was blessed to be the first hire um, of staff. We spent the next uh, probably eight, nine months getting ready to get the rest of the team on board. We opened up our uh, clubhouse doors on February 6, 2014 to a crowd of over 300. It was amazing. And, And I've been here ever since. Before this, I was um, I was at Youth First, uh, another nonprofit. And before that, I, I I dabbled, as I would say, in nonprofits throughout my life. My folks uh, groomed me from a young age, me and my sister, the importance of volunteering and giving back to community, and so it was just always a part of our DNA. Um, and finally, um, gosh, about I guess twelve years ago now, I thought, you know what, it's time for me to dive in. I've done it a little bit throughout my life through you know, started out with American Heart Association and taking those envelopes around to to people in the neighborhood and and a variety of things through the years. And and we're like, now's the time to dive in full-time. And um, nonprofit is a work of the heart. It is so needed in any community. And we're blessed in our community to have so many um, organizations working together um, for things that, that can't be done any other way, you know, and working in collaboration with for-profit organizations and it really takes all of us uh to make a big impact in our world.
0: It sure does. And I couldn't agree more. We've got some great nonprofit organizations in our community. And I know your organization is one of those. And so let's talk about Cancer Pathways Midwest. Now it was formerly known as Gildas Club of Evansville. How hard was it to make that rebranding change? Uh after, you know, opening up as Gilda's Club back in 2014.
1: Absolutely. And it's, um, you know, and after a year of a pandemic and COVID, we've had people say, now? And I'm like, oh, yeah, now's the absolute time. Uh, Gilda's Club is a national organization and um, the national uh, headquarters is cancer support community. Uh, To give you just a little uh, info on that, there used to be wellness communities and Gilda's Clubs, and they joined together. Uh, to form a cancer support community, but all the Gilda's Club said, you know what, we love our name, we're going to stay there. So so there were about, there's like 42 or so affiliates throughout the country, and about half of those were Gilda's. Um, we, uh, it was an amazing organization. Um, you pay fees to be a part of that organization, and so over time it became, the fees started going up, and then we spent more time talking about Gilda Radner. As like, you know, what's the name? I don't understand the name. Um, And we were spending more time talking about Gilda Radner, Saturday Night Live, Comedian, Ovarian Cancer, instead of talking about the mission and what we did. And so the board made a strong decision in the the, the year of COVID. Um, We learned so much. And it really is about local people helping local people. And we're kind of we were one of the smallest affiliates in the network and things that work in our tri-state rural area is different than what happens in New York City and and Indianapolis and Chicago. And and we're like, okay, we need to state the obvious and put cancer in the name so that people know what we do. And it has been overwhelming. April 12th, we made an announcement and it has been overwhelming the walk-ins and the calls that we've gotten um, just by changing the name.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Uh, It is. How how did you guys come up with Cancer Pathways Midwest?
1: Well, you know, there was another affiliate, Gilda's Club Seattle, that stepped out of network about four years ago, and and Anna and I, their founder and and executive director, and I have remained friends and and colleagues through the years, and and I called her and I said, Anna, I said, you've got the perfect name, Cancer Pathways, um, Cancer's in the name, all the many, many paths that we're on from newly diagnosed to managing recurrence, to helping people continue walking forward through the loss of a loved one to just, I mean, just celebration of, of, of survivorship. And, and I said, hey, can we share that name? And can we, you know, we're in the Midwest. And so long story short, that they and their board, her board was 100% behind it. And she said, you know what, no fees, change hands. Uh, she said, this is the way Gildos was created way, way back when. And we just are collaborative in nature. We share ideas. We share programming. She said, we're on the West Coast. You're in the Midwest. uh, Let's work together. And so that's how the name came around.
0: Wow. That's amazing. That's really the epitome too. I think of your, of of both of your organizations, you know, working together and collaborating like that. I think that's awesome.
1: You know, and and we take the heart of, because we say all the time that, you know, knock down the silos, we can do more together when we each uh, give up a little bit of what we might have done if someone else is already doing it. There's no sense in recreating a wheel. I'm, I'm big on that, and, um, and Anna is too. And, and so we truly, really, really, really can make more impact when we work together, and it's been fun.
0: That's really, really cool. We're talking with Melanie Atwood, the Executive Director of Cancer Pathways Midwest, East Limol's Nonprofit of the Month for the month. Of June, and for more information on Cancer Pathways Midwest, visit them online at cancerpathwaysmidwest.org. Melanie, talk about some of the programs now that you guys offer, uh, you know, to the community and and the impact that your organization is making.
1: Absolutely, um, you know, we have found um, through the years that um, people really are overwhelmed when a cancer diagnosis happens, and they don't often even know all the questions to ask. And so they are just trying to put their next step forward, right? And so we have found that it's impactful to have both programming here at our clubhouse, but it's also really important to go where they are. So we are on site at the hospitals. Um, we have programming that goes into the school program, uh, taught often in the health education uh, classes, preventative, um, how to reduce your risk, Uh, going into the workplaces, so um, people are ready for, you know, the earthquake, that that plan that might hit in this area, and we're like, hey, do you have a plan for when cancer comes? Because in the state of Indiana, there's four new cases every hour of every day. So it's here. It's the elephant in the room, and we need to address it, and uh, we happen to have a program that does that, and it goes in and it helps, works with the HR departments and helps them expand the culture that they have. And, and kind of say, hey, here's some things to say, here's some things not to say, here's how to work with your team and your employees uh, to help them, A, obviously be the most productive they can while at work, but a, a second or B or whatever would be to say, you matter to us, it's important. Um, and we want, we want to help you move from this, take a breath and move into this survival to a thriving moment. And so we have that. Uh, we have released a brand new website about two months ago because we know the first place uh, people go is they Google, you know, they go out to their fingertips and start searching and finally there's some not so accurate information out there. And so we built a very robust website that gives people not only information that they can read like a white paper, but, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't like to read a lot like that. I want somebody to talk to me. Let's be interactive. Let's talk. So we've got survivors and caregivers and physicians and nurse navigators and financial planners out there saying, hey, here's some, here's some tips and here's some tools for you um, because we want, we want them to know that we're bringing cancer to them and letting them know that they're not alone. And it truly takes a network, a community of people um, to do that. And so that's what we're doing. Our, our tag is, is we're on the go in places you know.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Very cool. Well, that's a great transition to my next question, I guess, as, and as we're recording this uh, uh, podcast today, where a few days passed, Survivor Day, and uh, kind of give me some history of that event and how important that event is to the community.
1: Oh my goodness, it's, it's like the, uh, the sprinkles on the cake, right? Um, all day long, the month of June is National Cancer Survivor Month, and then the first Sunday in June is National Cancer Survivor Day and to have a day set aside where it is truly a day of celebration um although we sprinkle some fun stuff through the month so i hope people check out our website because we've got survivor stories that'll be highlighted all month long on our website um but it's a day of fun it's for the survivors and their friends and families um obviously no cost to them we don't charge for anything that we do They've got enough of a burden of what they're doing going through uh, cancer and all the financial impact that that brings. We're funded locally um, by generosity of our community of individuals and organizations and uh, a good number of grants that we write. But this day, and this, this year's theme, we thought it was fitting. This year's theme was Jumanji, Expect the Unexpected. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, after a year of COVID, after a year of, of, a, of a rebrand on our name, and goodness, a cancer a survivor knows that story better than anyone. Uh, did not expect that um, diagnosis, but how do, how, do we, how do we get ahead of it knowing that, it, that one in two men and one in three women will be diagnosed in their lifetime? What can we do to prevent that? And so one of the things to do that is to have fun and, and to build all that dopamine and all those, those energy, that chemicals that, that are released within our bodies when we have fun. Stress is reduced, depression is reduced, uh, resiliency and and strength and support are empowered, and people just connect. And through those connections, they build lifelong friendships. People that have never met before met at Survivor Day, and they will continue um, to be connected through the thing that brought us together with cancer, but the thing that keeps us together is friendship and hope and strength by leaning on each other. So it was fun. It was a day of, we had a crocodile alley obstacle course. We had um, an art section where they could uh, paint some rocks. We had uh, food stations, obviously. Um, we had uh, a, a safari background theme of every, everything so people could take pictures with their families. Um, it was just a fun-filled day. Now, this year, expect the unexpected, a little wind burst and a rainstorm came in the middle of it. So we adjusted a little bit to that, brought oh. everybody in under the shelter in the tent. <laughs> and um, the butterfly release we had at the end uh, was a little different than having it where we normally do. It was under the shelters. Mm. Um, and so, but it, it's and our, our highlight of our Survivor Day every year is called the Trail of Hope. And it is, um, we have it usually at I Camp Scout Center and there's a sidewalk behind the shelter house. And we lined that with Tiki torches. And there's yellow and red tissue paper at the top, because for some reason, they wouldn't let me have real flames. And and we have a name of the person on the Tiki Torch. For example, we'll have a first name, their type of cancer, and their time since diagnosis. And so what we do is this year, our most recent was one month since diagnosis, and you walk down this trail of Tiki Torches, down toward the bottom, and the big circle at the bottom, and our longest survivor, was 43 years and a few months oh my so
0: goodness.
1: what it does is it allows people to walk down there and say I can do this there's somebody else that has what I've got and they're still here 10 years 20 years 30 years 40 years later I can do this I'm not alone in this journey Wow! and, and it is absolutely amazing I mean the goosebumps that you have from seeing the, the, the tears of joy really for people realizing, I got this, I can do this. Yeah. And it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. Wow.
0: It sounds like a just a fantastic event. Very fun, but very you know emotional and meaningful as well. That's amazing to hear. Melanie, as we kind of wrap up things uh, this morning on our podcast, is there anything else about Cancer Pathways Midwest that you'd like to talk about?
1: Well, I'd like people to know that there's no cost for people to come in. Uh, we serve men women kids of any age any stage any kind of cancer from the moment that they're diagnosed through long-term survivorship and everywhere in between their are family friends their co-workers basically if, if you know of anyone impacted by cancer or you are someone that is impacted by cancer we have a program built for you we have we meet you where you are at your point of need Um we sure our mission is to make sure that n- that no one we don't want anyone um, going through this journey alone. That we work with them uh, to bring them whatever the support they need right then. Some people, you know, need want a one-on-one. Some people want a connection to like our Thrive Tribe is our peer-to-peer support group where we connect survivors to survivors and caregivers to caregivers. Some people need a bigger group. They want to, They want to talk and you know to 10 or 15 other people within a group on a weekly basis some people want nutrition information some people want I just need to learn about this metastatic thing I don't even know what that means um we have all of that so the scope is pretty broad um but we 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 kind of bring it down to one person and one family at a time so we're here uh one message I want them to know is people think is it kind of depressing and while we have valleys that we obviously walk with with people, uh, most of the time, it's fun. It's, it's laughter. It's reminding of, I'm not alone in this. We can do this. Here's the next step. Here's my resources. You know, all of us thrive on knowing that I've got another option, that there's more support and stuff out there. And so we just bring that. And, you know, we celebrate when the PET scan's clear. Um, And when they're done with treatment and and or when they're in the middle of treatment, um, I just want people to know, hey, it is an elephant in the room. So let's talk about it. Let's take the fear out of it. Let's say the words, I have cancer and then let's move forward because that next step is huge, but it connects you to literally bridges and, and lifelines of hope and support and connection to other people. And there is a whole lot of people in this town that have been impacted by cancer and they want to give back to other people to say, hey, let me remind you, you got it. It's okay to not be okay. You don't have to be strong all the time. Um, But you're here and you're surrounded by a whole lot of people that understand it and get it. And and now you can find it behind the blue door instead of the red door, (laughs) the blue door on Vogel Road and you can find it out in our community as we are on the go in places you
0: know wow that's amazing um, Melanie thank you so much for being a part of our podcast oh, thank you, today Sean. thank you thank you uh, we are thrilled to death to be working with you guys this month uh, promoting your organization as our nonprofit of the month and look forward to having you guys uh, out at the mall very soon
1: well thanks to you Sean for using uh, this platform and this uh, kind of a vehicle to get the message out because we It's because of people like you that do this, that make the connections. You're a part of our success. You're a part of our support. And uh, without you, it wouldn't happen. It's like a spoke on a wheel, right? It wouldn't work. (laughs) So bless you for doing it and helping us get the message out and being part of the voice.
0: Well, thank you very much for that. We appreciate that very much. You've been listening to Shortcuts, a podcast about Eastland Mall, featuring conversations and interviews with people who make Eastland Mall what it is. Our guest today has been Melanie Atwood, the Executive Director for Cancer Pathways Midwest. For more information on that organization, Eastland Mall's Nonprofit of the Month for the month of June, visit them online at CancerPathwaysMidwest.org. For more information about Eastland Mall, visit us online anytime at shopeastlandmall.com or follow us on our social media network, at the Isla Mall, and we'll see you the next time you shop at Isla Mall.